This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I am your host, Sheldon Primus. This is the show where I am teaching you the business of becoming a safety consultant, as well as your safety consultant. Yes, I am America's safety consultant. Welcome back to another episode. I hope everything's going well for everybody. I hope you've been doing really good. I hope you're all vaxxed up. <laughs> I think that's probably not a thing. I don't know. Uh, however, I just want to make sure that we're all doing good today. Yes. So today, what we're going to do is I'm actually going to go through an old school thing. And this old school thing that I'm going to go through is going to be proposals. So I'm going to go through a little bit of what I did before in the past for proposals, but then I'm also going to include the concept of dynamic proposals, which wasn't a thing when I, it could have been, but uh, wasn't a thing I knew about when we first did this, um, this, oh, I should say conversation, this talk on proposals. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about those things and truly going to give you an excellent resource that you can get too. So there we go. So hang tight, and we will get going. All right. So, truly, I'd like to thank everybody for being part of the show. If you have not yet, then go ahead and hit your subscribe button so you can subscribe to the podcast. It means a lot to me. It helps with algorithms and it also helps where when people want to see anything that deals with safety consulting or safety or whatever uh, then what this one would do is as you like or subscribe kiss it subscribe that might be the word uh, once you do that then it's going to show hey I like this guy and then whatever service you're listening to me on they kind of get the hint of saying, wow, there's a lot of people hitting that one little button that says subscribe. We think that there's some good information here. And then it'll start suggesting me to new people. So I'll be able to help more people. So it'd be awesome if you could do that for me. It'd be great. It helps with my numbers as well. So, you know, that's the other side. Like we always look at matrix. We know there's two sides to each matrix. But I like helping people too. So it gives me a chance to do that more. So today we're going to go ahead and talk about proposals again. So proposals is one thing that I've, I've visited before. I even had um, an episode, an earlier episode specifically about proposals. And I am going to revisit it again. And the reason why is because now we're getting our chops back. It kind of reminds me of... Um, there's one commercial out there. I can't remember who it is. But it's a scene of everybody trying to get dressed to go somewhere. And they're doing the most ridiculous things. Like one person's cutting his own hair and chops a little bit of, of his hair off in the back. A little girl comes out of her apartment ready to hang out with her friends. And she's still got her uh, slippers on. And the idea of the commercial was, all right, it may take us a little bit to, to get back to normal from the global pandemic especially here in the U.S. for you guys in different countries. It may be a different experience for you. 
but in the U.S. here, we are kind of getting back to normal. Uh, I say that with a question mark and trepidation in my voice, but I think for the most part, we're, we're, we're going there. So truly, this is going to help you remember some of the things when you're going to uh, get back out in there and submitting proposals and getting that business going because now is the time to do it. And this is global, not just the U.S., because truly, if you're thinking about it, a lot of professional businesses, they want to get back to normal. They now are truly aware of safety and health and that it's not always a line item. They're saying words like uh, personal protective equipment left and right when they never did before. And when I say they, I mean decision makers that will hire a consultant. This is our time. It is truly our time right now. If you want to be a safety and health consultant, take your safety and health expertise, your knowledge, the things that you wanted to share, pass it on. So this is the time. So I'm going to help you remember that. The proposal is going to be uh, the thing that is going to announce you to the prospect that is a little bit more deeper than just a handshake. You got the handshakes. Then with the handshakes, they know, all right, this seems like a good person. We could talk. Uh, Maybe even if it was a Zoom meeting, we have a good conversation. There was some sort of um, feeling that I want to get this note. I think I could trust this person with this service. And now when they say, sure, send me a quote. All right, it's on. Your impression is now going towards actual service prospect. The proposal is the thing that is going to make sure that you stand out. So let's start with the first proposal. This is the classic proposal that you see, and it's very simple, it's basic. Classic proposal, and I'm I'm probably going to give you as much as you can to do this in Word or some sort of, uh, I guess it's word processing uh, software. I use Microsoft Word, so I'm going to give you guys a lot of this. You could build it in anything. If you want to build it in an Excel spreadsheet, it's up to you. But the simple proposal is going to give you this. Very top is just going to be the proposal's name. Next, you'll probably have a date. Underneath that, it may be set up kind of like the way the letters would be set up, where you'll have two, the person's name, the address, the contact, phone number, or whatever it is. All right. So now that is going to be on the next line of the proposal. If you have a logo, you should probably put the logo in the uh, header or, well, header. You really want to put logos in headers, not footers. So get that logo up in there, too. So this is physically the design, what what people should be seeing as they're looking at this proposal. It's showing that you are a big company. It's showing that you have truly made it. Even if you're a company of one, you want this thing to to shine. So that means you got to make a logo, right? So that's uh, some sort of design feature you're going to end up doing. There's a lot of logo making programs out there. Uh, There's plenty of them online. You could do that. So you get your logo made. Then also on the same line, which I do, 
uh, the same line where you have who this proposal is going to. On one side, you'll have their name and contact and everything else. On the other side, you're going to have your name and contact and everything. So it's basically uh, dueling information in the same block of this one-page simple proposal. The next thing under there is generally going to be some sort of embedded Excel spreadsheet or table. I should say not spreadsheet, table. But you want to have maybe three or let's say four basic lines on this table. One is going to say the item, meaning if you have several things for this one client, it's going to have item one, item two, item three. could be a 10-hour OSHA class, item one. Item two could be a, um, a mock OSHA inspection. So we're putting each item there. Next to the item number, you're going to give a description. Next to the description, you're going to give a unit price. Next to the unit price, you're going to give the line price, meaning. Description, we're doing a safety and health mock OSHA audit. Unit price is X amount of dollars per hour. And now uh, hourly rates and everything is... That's another episode that I've done plenty of times. <laughs> so I usually say if you're just starting out thinking USD... It's a nice general uh, thought of maybe 50 to $60 an hour. Could be a little higher, especially if you're making that right now. You're going to want to go a little bit higher, especially with expertise. But I'm just saying on a base level. So you're going to tell them what the project price is. I think you should always do things project price, not hourly. But I only gave you that hourly because at first your mind's going to all be thinking hourly and you don't know to switch it over yet until you get to project. But you really want to price things project price per unit. If you're forced to do things, then know that, I mean, if you're forced to do it on an hourly basis, then know that uh, there's a lot of nuances to that. Uh, as the hour is going to include lunch and, and all that stuff, right? So just a thought process. And then the line item, how many of these things are you doing? How many hours are you doing? Then you're going to add up that number to make all that up. So that is truly the, the simple one. If you want to add a little bit more on the bottom of that, you might add some notes. Typical note will be if you have a travel or per diem cost, you want to put that in there in a note, and that's going to be added into that total. And then also, how are they going to pay you? Make checks out to make a, a scan this QR code in order for you to be moved over to the payment center. Uh, however, you want to do that as well. That's also included in there. I always, always, always deliver my proposals in PDF form and not in Word form or the raw document form. I do the extra step and get it into a PDF form so it can't be changed in any way. And it actually makes it look even more professional. That's the key. You're trying to get all this stuff looking professional, right? So hopefully you're going to be able to portray the idea again that you're bigger than you are. Uh, when you get asked for a proposal, you want to get that to them within a week. It's hard to do it within a day, but if you can, that'll be awesome. But within a week, get them that proposal. So let's go ahead and look at one, or I should say another type of proposal. So this is the simple one. 
the next type of proposal is a little bit more detailed. This proposal is going to be proposal slash contract. So let's say you want to get into a contract with somebody and they want to do a 10-hour general industry, 10-hour OSHA for most of their workers. And then they also want to do the 30-hour, right? So in this, in your mind, what you're thinking of is you know for sure that you're going to end up having a couple of different line items there. And then you're also going to be thinking, hmm, this person is going to be comparing how many people to this price and automatically they're going to look at that total and they're going to do the math. They're going to subtract or just say divide the total by how many numbers of people are going to be in the class and then they say, all right, so this is my worth. Uh, <laughs> so basically that's, that's how they're going to break it down. They always do. So when we get to the cost for this version, I'll, I'll talk about that unit a little bit different. So this is how uh, the complex proposal should be. First one is simple. One page, you know, do a whole bunch. You know, eh. That's right. You're going to need all kinds of stuff. But the complex one, the one that's going to actually be uh, the one that's going to make you really look good, make you shine, uh, that one is going to include a background. Uh, the background could be two things. It could be the background of the company, or you could actually say, like, when I do backgrounds of company, just to, before I go too far, is um, first thing is my business does this and this and this. And generally you get this from your homepage, the about section. And then their company uh, and their company does this, this and this. And that's two things. Well, one paragraph about your company, one paragraph about the client's company. And then the thing that ties it together is a sentence or two that says that you two are going to be working together to provide the following services. Then the next will be in the next section of that type of longer proposal will be the scope of work. It's okay in the scope of work if you want to be a little bit wordier, meaning that you could give more of a description of why you need this job. Why are we doing this? leading into this is what is going to be provided specifically to match this next section is going to be what service would your uh, your actual client or potential client need to have available if it's like training do they need to have the training room do they need to have the audio visual supplies are they supplying your computer what are they supplying uh, are they supposed to have pencils and paper for everybody are you bringing that too that's going to be services provided by the client. Next section will be services provided by you. Are we going to have student handouts? Are we going to have uh, lunch? Are we going to have anything that will be uh, where the workers are going to have both online and physical um, support? I don't know. That's your services. You're going to have to de determine how you're going to go about that. Be specific in that area. When you're being specific, you really want to think about how many hours is it going to cost you realistically. You're not going to bill for that, but you do want to take account of your time. How much material is it going to be, such as if we're using the same analogy with the 10-hour courses, how much is it going to be for you to get your pens, your pencils, your student handouts, uh, print out the stuff that OSHA requires for the 10 30 hours? Um, do you have a hotspot in case of all that? 
all that stuff is going to be, you know, the services provided and how you're going to do your deliverables, which is the next section. Deliverables is what is the thing that is going to be in the customer's hands when you get done. So just envision what the work is going to be. And when you get done, what are you leaving them with? Some deliverables may also have some sort of service contract that says we're going to maintain this whatever program for uh, a year. And then after that, we'll let you go. You take on this BBS system yourself or you take on this um, uh, work team or, or learning team, whatever. So that's the idea behind it. Period of service is what it stands for right there. I would always suggest that when you're doing your period of service, especially when you're trying to figure out how much time it is that you're going to need to finish, if, especially if it's like a written program or something similar to that, be realistic. Give yourself plenty of time. You don't want to ever, ever blow those deadlines if you could help it if you do blow a deadline let the client know that hey i am so sorry i have this and this coming up your uh your top priority and i'm gonna get you this as soon as i can i just had something come up or whatever the reason is yes if it's family obviously you can't go and divulge into that but at least keep them informed keep them updated and then deliver as quickly as you can afterwards. There are some cases where, let's say, um, let's say you're waiting for some payment and you can't do the next part of the process until you actually have payment released. That also should be noted to the client to let them know, hey, I'm ready for the next stage. I gave you phase one and I'm just waiting for the re release of phase one's money. And now we're going to take it on to phase two. So now if there is an actual delay in the deliverable, now they already know ahead of time that this delay in payment led to the uh, delay in uh, the deliverable date. That's tricky stuff, right? Especially when you're trying to figure out, all right, you got this coming up. I got a birthday, and uh, for me, summertime, especially early June, July, birthday season, constant. So I have to think about projects, when I'm going to be there, when I'm going to have time, how much time do I have to devote. It's just me. I get several clients. I got to piece out some of these things. I do live streams. And if you have not... Listen to the OSHA Compliance Health live stream. I have set a time and date. It's going to be 6 p.m. on Thursdays, Eastern Standard Time. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursdays, live streams, wherever you get me. If you get me on LinkedIn, you get me on Facebook, you get me on Twitter, you get me on Twitch, wherever you're getting it. As far as my, my wording from you guys and in my message, that's where you're going to be able to see me on the live streams. So now that we've got even the schedule down, the next thing we're going to do is the cost, the cost to you. And I've got a bunch of episodes about cost. Just make sure that when you do your cost, first start with what do you want to make? Then after that, we could break it down to everything else. But what do you want to make? And then after that, again, 
break it down. Let's uh, pause dramatically for you because it is an important uh, uh, mindset there. The next thing you're going to do is your payment. You know, how much do you want up front? I do my general payments in this way. Half of it up front. Then at the delivery of the first stage, then 25%. So that means I'll have 75% at that. And then at the delivery is the last part of the project. Then now I'll complete the contract. Then I get the rest of the payment. If it's training, I usually do 50% when we execute the contract and the other 50% on the first day of class. <laughs> so those are the ways that I'll, I'll work those out. After everything, you're going to do your bio. You really need to have your bio looking good, good, good. So in my bios, I usually have a picture uh, in the first uh, section of my bio. I usually tell a, bit, a little bit about myself and uh, some of the accomplishments that I've made. About two paragraphs, realistically. Then after that, actually, it's a little less. It, the whole thing is the, the biography, the bio, biography, all of it's about yourself and your accomplishments. So I got to make sure I... I, I could give you guys this realistically so you could think about it as I'm talking to you because I can't visually show you in this format. And that leads me to actually I can in safetyconsultant.tv. That's one of the reasons I switched to or I started doing Safety Consultant TV is because not only do I get the opportunity to show you physically, you know, <laughs> not only show you physically some of the things, but you'll also be able to uh, you'll see it, you'll hear it, and then you could download the material. So you got all three things at once with the Safety Consultant TV. Uh, so I'm going to have to explain this part since you can't see it like if you were on the Safety Consultant TV. So first part, give uh, your your really highlight stuff. Uh, the, the quick stuff about credentialing. credentialing. That's how we're going to say that, right? So here's the first paragraph of my personal bio to show you a good example of what I mean by the credentialing. Sheldon Primus is a certified occupational safety specialist with a master's of public administration with a concentration of environmental policies. He has been in the environmental and occupational field since 1994. Additionally, he is a trainer for the certified occupational safety managers, certified occupational safety specialist program, and he is offered, authored, uh, excuse me, and he is the author of Seven Steps of Starting a Profitable Safety Consulting Business and host of the Safety Consultant with Sheldon Primus podcast. And that's my first sentence. It's telling you the now and it's telling you the credentials. So those are two good things. Uh, second paragraph, I'm actually going the same way. The same route is leading towards you know, credentialing, and then what have I done? So I listed a bunch of places where I've done either webinars or seminars, and then I also listed a bunch of places and people that I am subject matter expert for, uh, you know, where I write the courses. Oh, uh, if I have not mentioned it lately, I have been doing a lot of that writing, so uh, I either write or review uh, some of the online courses from many, 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 many different country, uh, companies. So, therefore, I put that in there. 
And then at the very end, I give all the conferences and clients that I've had, that I've done, and then I have a little section of testimonials. And then that's it, really. That is the way that I have structured the long proposal. In some cases, I've actually added uh, where I could have a signature and someone will just sign right on it and they'll give me the signature. So those are awesome too. Um, There's something out there called dynamic proposals. I use a system and with the one that I use, I could actually put in the number and it's almost like a it's an Excel spreadsheet format. So whenever I put in the number for a line item, you know, I'll do the line item one. Let's say it's um, a 10-hour course and they want me to do two of these. So I'll do two and then I'll give the price. So when I change the number, it'll change the line item price automatically. And it's not just me. It's also the client can do this. So let's say you do offer a la carte services. You could do something like that and just say, I want just this and just that. And then your client could pick what they want without having to work and call you and negotiate and all that. It's already in the contract. You gave them that feature. So that's a dynamic contract. There's a few of them out there. Uh, Another thing I'll throw at you is... um, I do have a business accelerator program that does have a dynamic contract feature to it. If you're interested, then just shoot me an email, Sheldon at SheldonPrimus.com. But if you want to get a free copy of my proposals, go to SheldonPrimus.com backslash proposal, SheldonPrimus.com backslash proposal, and you'll be able to get a free proposal for you to use as a template. So this is in Microsoft Word version. So you can manipulate and put your data in and out. I just got uh, my proposal up there and I have it so you can see what to do with it. And then you just go ahead and copy and paste your information in there. So just go to shellandprimus.com backslash proposals and you can get yourself the copy. All right. I had some fun. This is really good, 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 good uh, topic. I haven't done it in so long, so I truly want to make sure that I took the opportunity to cover proposals because it's my deep, deep, deep hope that all of you are starting to write proposals again and business is starting to take an upturn and starting to shake off COVID-19. <laughs> so truly, I am I'm happy and I want you guys to, to be there with me. So, wonderful. Have yourself an incredible week. Go get them. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored within a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise. 
without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Brynas.